Catching you up on the latest stories from around the Sunshine State that you should know heading into this Monday morning, February 6th. I'm Jake Reyes, and this is The Point from WUFT News. A TikTok ban at the University of Florida is still looming. In January, the university released a statement discouraging the usage of the platform over security risk that include the possibility of foreign governments using TikTok to control data collection. If a ban is in effect, TikTok could be inaccessible on university Wi-Fi devices and organizations. Some advertising professors who utilize TikTok in their courses worry that this could disrupt education. I spoke with a UF professor of advertising, Benjamin Johnson, who is concerned about how this could set back students in research about the platform. Yeah, so some of the things we've done um, in my digital insights class, which is advertising research, they'll do projects such as uh, digital ethnography. So they'll want to see how are consumers talking about their client that they're focusing on for the semester. So they might go onto YouTube or Twitter or TikTok somewhere uh, and see, you know, what are the conversations that um, are being had about a brand or a campaign or even a particular ad. And so it's a very um, in-depth way of doing sort of what's called social listening. Um, And so for an assignment, I send them out and have them listen to what consumers are saying, observe consumers engaging with brands in digital spaces. So uh, it's important for them to be able to access the places where consumers are engaging with brands. So uh, for the media planning class, um, some of the things that I've done is have them look for viral trends in media that might be useful for creating new ads or uh, finding ways to sort of place ads or connect with content creators. So um, one version of that assignment was very TikTok centric in the past. And they were very interested in like finding some of the coolest trends that they thought would help them understand media. Um, And then with the research students, um, the ones who do independent research, one of the topics that we're often interested in is how people use TikTok and how that relates to attention and well-being and and just the culture and how people engage with influencers and brands. So based on some of those tasks that you've described, would you say that's pretty reflective of the job market? Are there opportunities out there for your students to get involved in, especially on TikTok, that require some of those skills? Yeah, and I think that's it's important for the job market in several ways. It's, so one is if, depending on the student, they might be doing very entrepreneurial things or they might be uh, very on the ground in terms of content creation. Maybe they are an inspiring content creator or they work with people who are. Uh, and so they need to be immersed in that world. They need to know how these platforms work. They need to know what the trends are and those change week to week, day to day. Um, so they need to have access. They need to be able to be familiar with that part of the media environment. And a big thing I emphasize for all of my advertising students is they need to know the whole media environment. They need to know what's going on with television. They need to know what is going on with different social media, even if it's not one that they particularly use. If they're not a big Twitter person, they still need to know what is Twitter like? How do people use it? What's going on there? Same with TikTok. Um, so they need big picture. They need to have access and have exposure and understand how these very popular platforms work that brands use to connect to consumers. But for a lot of students, the particular work that they do may require them to be experts in TikTok content, content creation, or just knowing how the platform functions. Say a ban on TikTok does take place at UF. 
How would that affect some of your classes? Would it disrupt any student projects going on? Yeah, it would affect students in a lot of different ways. So it could certainly disrupt projects that students are working on in the classroom, you know, depending on when a band comes. Uh, certainly it would disadvantage Florida students on the job market because um, they would be less knowledgeable. They would have less experience. They would be sort of locked and censored from having access to this important part of the media environment that all the other competition has access to. So it would definitely stifle student, you know, knowledge and creativity and, you know, ability to function uh, in the workplace and sort of know what's going on with media and, and brands. And would that mean you would have to take TikTok out of your lessons books and things like that? Yeah, that's a good question. I think it would be very similar to what the state government has been doing with questions around uh, um, anti-Black racism or human sexuality. So they probably wouldn't be able to, like on paper, say, you can't talk about this or this is we are censoring this. This is banned. But there are lots of like slippery, subtle ways that they can strongly discourage it or make it difficult to include TikTok in advertising or media or marketing curriculum. Um, you know, and I think, you know, that might be part of the intention to sort of discourage. And I think that was the message from this in- initial announcement, like we're discouraging usage. But yeah, I, I think it would definitely, if not outright ban things from the curriculum around TikTok, it would certainly intimidate and sort of chill uh, attempts to include it. Got it. And do you have any other thoughts that you'd like to add? Any concerns at all? It is important for students to be able to access, you know, the breadth of information out there, Um, you know, having censorship, restricting content, it stifles intellectual growth, which we need our students to have. You know, the the incoming president has talked about, you know, the need for like open conversation and um, considering, you know, lots of opinions. And so censorship is, you know, not a path to get there. but, you know, they, they need it for the marketplace, too. And, you know, our, our advertising and PR and business students, they need to be engaged with media and, and um, know what the trends are, be knowledgeable about sort of culture and how brands are effectively connecting and not connecting to people, because that's going to be the work that they do in the future, regardless of whether they end up working in a TikTok space or Twitter or influencers or, you know, very, very traditional ads like it, it's they need to know that it's going to be relevant whatever sort of path they take. That was UF Associate Professor of Advertising, Benjamin Johnson, on how a TikTok ban could disrupt his courses. Now, let's catch you up on today's top stories from around the state. President Joe Biden is coming to Tampa Thursday to discuss Social Security and Medicare. According to WUSF, the stop is happening two days after the president delivers his State of the Union speech at the Capitol. The White House reported Biden will discuss his plan to protect and strengthen Social Security and Medicare at lower health care costs. The president was supposed to stop in Tampa and Orlando in July, but those plans were canceled after he tested positive for COVID-19. Another Florida special legislative session is taking place Monday with numerous amounts of issues on the docket. WFSU is reporting that among the issues on the docket is hurricane recovery. Lawmakers are expected to allocate more funding for recovery efforts following hurricanes Ian and Nicole. A report from the NOAA ranks Ian as the third most costly hurricane in U.S. history. 
Other issues being discussed are elections, crimes, crackdowns, immigration and migrants, name, image, and likeness in college athletics, and special districts, including one owned by Disney World. The baby formula shortage crisis is not over. We're reporting that in February of 2022, the Food and Drug Administration and Centers for Disease Control and Prevention began investigating the Abbott Nutrition Plant in Michigan following the deaths of nine babies who had been given powdered infant formula. The investigation led to a recall of three popular formulas among parents and their infants, causing a shortage at retail stores. More than a year later, and not much has changed. However, the CDC and the FDA post updates to keep people informed on formulas. The CDC helpline can help people find the formula needed for their babies. Subscribe to The Point Newsletter, which drops the latest Florida stories into your inbox every weekday morning at 8 a.m. Visit wuft.org to subscribe and view the most recent issues. I'm Jake Reyes, and you've been listening to The Point from WUFT News under the University of Florida's College of Journalism and Communications. Have a great Monday. <music>